0: Hey, DNVR listeners, we're really excited to tell you guys about some game-changing coffee. Strava Craft is the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee has taken away everything from long-term migraines to back pain and arthritis, IBS. It's helped decrease anxiety, you name it. CBD is also all natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty. We couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. As Strava says, drink deeply, live fully. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. What's up, guys? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast. As always, we're presented by Total Beverage, where DNVR listeners can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. You can do that by using the code DNVR2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. Total Beverage delivers to most of the metro area. And of course, they have CBD products as well. Harrison Wind and Brendan vote here on Tuesday. Day one of Nuggets training camp is in the book, so we'll break down what we saw for you guys down in Colorado Springs. Brendan, the first thing I want to ask you, thoughts on the
1: Olympic Training Center? It's a little nicer than the Nuggets practice facility, no? The Nuggets A little nicer than the Nuggets practice court Yes, yes, a little bit. <laughs> Even Malone, I think, brought that up a couple of times today. Very nice to have three courts as opposed to one. I'm sure that's the case. No, it was awesome, man. What a beautiful facility. My first time there, I uh, haven't spent a lot of time in the Springs. I kind of forgot that's where we were going this morning until we entered that like big room with like all those monitors and all the the, the anecdotes from Olympic champions. And I was like, wow, a lot more important people than I have probably stood in this room. <laughs> Definitely.
0: Definitely. No, the Olympic Training Center is cool. A lot of history there, obviously. And some good digs for the Nuggets. Like you said, the three courts, a lot better than the one court in Pep Center. I always joke with people, the Nuggets practice court is like smaller than... What my high school gym was when You know you pulled the benches back To the yeah. sides
1: and you're not even really joking Are you
0: <laughs> no I'm not Like the Nuggets practice court where they have 15 and, and During training camp they've got what 18 guys out there
1: not exactly Enough space for 18 NBA Players to move around well what they do Have Harrison <laughs> is their own G League Team and they can use those facilities <laughs> Oh wait no nope. Still waiting on that yeah, still uh, waiting on that.
0: Doesn't sound like that's happening, obviously, this year. We'll we'll see about next year. Here's another question I got for you. Going to training camp in Cardo Springs versus going to training camp in San Diego. We were both out in San mm. Diego for uh, last year's training camp. Obviously, a little bit different of a vibe in Cardo Springs, <laughs> a little longer of a commute for us. No beaches to go to after practices. I'm just joking. But if you were a Nuggets player, would you rather go to San Diego for training camp or Colorado
1: Springs? Come on, man. Come on. (laughs) maybe some of them don't like traveling. It's probably San Diego, especially with the aggregate age of this group and the proximity, not the proximity, it literally being located at San Diego State University. A lot of talent yeah. on and off the court. So pl- plenty, plenty to do I think for the NBA players in San Diego.
0: Coaches too. Do you think coaches would just rather be in San Diego
1: on the beach than be on that uh where are they staying Like probably. I'm sure the front office does as well. I don't think it's quite as fun in the springs. So uh yeah, I'm with you. I think they'd rather uh, take the trip to San Diego but I Harrison and my meager bank account am thrilled that it's in the Springs this year
0: yeah just gotta put a little money in the uh, gas tank but you know that's about it Are so you, you want to get uh- to Because no <laughs> Well, I think I am driving us down there on Wednesday, so we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, I do want to get into just some observations that we had from today, but I can't renege on a promise that we made to the listeners on, I think that was Friday's show, where we're asking for some five-star reviews, and I said on this podcast that I will read every single five-star review that our listeners leave on iTunes, so I'm going to hold myself to that, and we've got some reviews to read, Brendan. Let's do it. It's my favorite part of the, my new favorite part of the show. Some of these are pretty good. This one comes from C.H. Morley. He writes with the addition of Brendan and Adam this podcast went from being a must listen to listen first It's not enough to be knowledgeable about basketball. That's necessary, but not sufficient to be a great podcast. These guys are entertaining and personable as well. Thanks for the great content, Harrison, Adam, and Brendan. You make the morning easier. Five stars.
1: Shout out uh, Chris Morley. I do know him personally. He's a great guy. Great guy. So uh, he's a friend of the show, not a fan of the show. Chris, we see you.
0: Shout out, Chris. Uh, next one from N Nozari. Just a beautiful podcast with beautiful voices. Love DNVR podcast. Five stars.
1: I've always well, wanted to solid tell review. you, Harrison, that I found your voice beautiful. I never found the organic <laughs> timer moment, but this serves. That's why we read the reviews. Uh, this one comes from M
0: underscore Kepner. This is the best pod out there for Nugget stuff because the national media straight up doesn't pay that close attention to the Nuggets. I mean, that's that's fascinating. Morris and Wind do a good job breaking down the team, but Vote is the real star of the show. His insights and analysis, along with the acute sense of humor, really sets him apart. Go Bombers, go be rad I don't know what that
1: last part means, but this is good for you. I would never cop to this, but it certainly seems like I wrote that review.
0: Uh, You may or may not have wrote that review. (laughs) Uh, This one comes from Niel for the Shimmy. I wonder if that's a Wancho reference. has to be. Best podcast in Colorado. Y'all really built a super team five stars.
1: We're getting the super team reference a lot, and I'm not (laughs) mad about it. Me either, but it makes me very insecure as the clear third leg. So I'm I'm trying to figure (laughs) out if I'm more comfortable considering myself Kevin Love or Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh, probably a better player. Kevin Love, maybe the biggest and most successful glow up in NBA history. So I'm not sure if I want like the GQ champion vibes or like the the hall of famer top 10 power forward of all time champion vibes.
0: Yeah. Well, with Chris Bosh, you have the two titles that Kevin loves one. True. I'm correct. And then but the thing about Chris Bosh is your career is kind of over. Kevin Love, you know, you still have a prime. T- you still have like an off the court prime to evolve into. True. Kevin Love and I both <laughs> living
1: our best lives. So I'll take the Kevin Love one.
0: For sure. Uh, here, here's a couple of things I observed or a couple things that stood out to me about day one of training camp. The first night that everybody is down in the Springs, or everybody's down at training camp. There's always the team dinner. Right. Mm. And it's always kind of, you know, a big event where. Michael Malone and Tim Connolly and Josh Kroenke, in this case, make their speeches and probably outline some team goals for the year. I thought the most interesting part to come out of what Michael Malone had to say about Monday night's team dinner was that he actually put on the final sequence of Game 7 against Portland where the Trailblazers obviously won and celebrated on Denver's home court. And that was kind of the last image his players saw at the team dinner team meeting on Monday night. And I'm guessing the hope there is that serves as a bit of motivation heading into this season. What were your thoughts
1: on that? Do you like that play from Malone? I think I do, but people just respond different ways, right? People are motivated by different things. I think if we went up and down the Nuggets roster and asked each of them how they felt about that decision, we'd probably get a slightly different answer. You know, I think some people have never stopped thinking about it. Uh, As we know, Nikola Jokic has not thought about it once. Since that game ended So I'm not sure how everyone responded to that I will say though Adam Mares did a very similar thing At the end of uh, last stiff season He made me sit down And and just comb through screenshots Of all my terrible tweets And uh, it didn't (laughs) motivate me It just made me (laughs) sad So I don't know. I don't think it would work for me.
0: Yeah. Well, like you said, different people respond differently. I I like it. I like it. This seems very up the Michael Malone alley. Yes. This seems right out of the Michael Malone playbook. And I've got to be a fan of it. But you're right. Different guys will react to this differently. I can bet Jamal Murray is probably on the side of the guys who are like chomping at the bit after watching that like oh man I'm so excited for the season you know like oh man the first time we play Portland which ironically enough is a week from today a week from Tuesday in that first preseason game like it's really going down he would be a guy who I think would respond well to it like you said Jokic on the other hand maybe some of the veterans yeah maybe they think of it A a little differently, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. Indeed, different strokes for different (laughs) folks. Indeed,
1: Harrison. Indeed.
0: Something else I thought was interesting. Jamal Murray said here on Tuesday at Nuggets first training camp practice, he watched film every day this summer and he
1: watched every playoff game four times. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, My thoughts are that that probably didn't happen, but uh, (laughs) no, I can't. I don't know, man. I don't know what Jamal Murray does with his free time. I'm sure he watched a lot of film for probably sounds like an exaggeration, but I I would think that this guy probably feels like he has more to prove right now than anyone. Um, Whether it was fair or not, because he's so good and because of the Nuggets kind of hurried timeline, he has been kind of, you know, the swing guy or at times the fall guy. Uh, Jokic gets the credit when they don't win. Jamal gets hammered so I wonder if he is more inclined than anyone right now to come into this season and prove like hey we're not losing a, a, a game seven a second time no way and so I, yeah man I, I I buy to some extent that he's been combing through the film four times each though let's run the math on that it seems highly unlikely
0: no I I agree you know what I like about Murray watching film if that is what he did <laughs> I feel like That's going to help him in some of the areas where he needs to improve on. Like, how do you get better defensively? You've got to watch a lot of yes. film, right? Yep. Like, it's tough to go out on a practice court, you know, with just a couple buddies or a teammate or two and work on defense. Like, it's all feels like that's something that really only gets accomplished. You know, you've got to watch film to get better at defense, right. positioning, see why different things are happening. So, you no, know, if he's watching a lot of film, maybe defense is atop his
1: priority list of ways he wants to improve. So, maybe that could be a good sign. I don't know. Yeah. And he's a point guard, right? I mean, the game is, is cerebral for him at this level in a way that it isn't necessarily for other players at other positions. And I think Jamal a feel guy, right? Like he feels the game at, at like an elite level and, and, and he rides his own momentum. Uh, we saw progression last year in his ability to think his way through the game. So yeah, those right. comments were encouraging today. And I do think watching film is probably exactly what you want to hear that Jamal has been doing.
0: I do want to get to a few more questions And then uh, some more observations Here from the Nuggets first training camp practice First though I gotta tell you guys about The Breck Brewery Hoot Nanny On October 5th what this is It's pretty much Breck's birthday party They're 29 this year What it is is an all day festivity With two stages of music all the beer All the games all the good food that you could possibly Want food vendors Much more if you want more information www www.brekbrew.com backslash hoot nanny. Their website has all the information, the bands that are playing, where to get tickets. So that's where to go for that. The Disco Biscuits are headlining. Never heard of them, but if Breck booked them for their 29th birthday, I, I can guarantee you they're a must watch. Uh, so if you guys want to get out to uh, the Breck Brew compound, which I would definitely recommend, really cool place to see a show, that is on October 5th. And also before we move on, quick word from Denver Rubber Company. You guys know how supporting local businesses in our blood and we're super excited to tell you about Denver Rubber Company and it may not be what you think it is because Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable local partner for your local long-term projects. Since 1972 Denver Rubber Company has provided the highest quality of products from custom die-cut gaskets, molded rubber to custom contract manufacturing and custom hoses. DRC offers innovative solutions to serve a diverse line of industries including 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 aerospace, pharmaceutical, construction, medical, military, electronics, and so much more. An ISO certified company that will work with you from design to final product that is both cost effective and will meet your requirements. If you're in need of custom design material selection for your project or have a deadline to make for a large order, do not hesitate to call Denver Rubber Company. Call them today. 1-800-259-0010 1-800-259-0010 or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash dnvr and of course tell them who sent you. Any other observations? Anything you noticed that you thought was notable from this first training camp practice? Wasn't too eventful just like we discussed on Monday. Media day wasn't too eventful, but anything else that stood out
1: to you? I mean, I think we <laughs> talked a little bit about the vibe, right, with Adam and, and, and ourselves yesterday. Uh, just ourselves yeah. yesterday. The the mature word stuck out to me again today uh, insofar as this team was like they weren't trying to give us big sound bites. They understand what media day is. They weren't trying to hit us with any like heavy hitting quotes. The, they are about their business right now and their business starts, you know, it starts today at training camp for, for a team like Denver. I think it really starts in April. So I don't want to beat a dead horse because we've talked about this, but I got that continued sense today. Yeah, I got a very business-like vibe as well.
0: Michael Malone was all business today. He was in a good mood. It's funny because we we're talking about this on the car ride down there, but it feels like at training camp, the first practice is usually a really good practice, uh, and then mixed in throughout the week, there's going to be a really bad practice. You know, there's going to be a practice where Michael Malone walks over to the media and goes, "Yeah,
1: nobody had any energy today." Do you, do you uh, have? A- we got. We got. We got worse today. Do you have a guess? Is that tomorrow? Is that tomorrow? Is that Wednesday? Because that day's coming. That day's coming. It's
0: either going to be Wednesday
1: or Thursday. Yeah, my money's on Wednesday. Tomorrow was more – they got better again tomorrow. A lot of good energy.
0: Right, but you got to get that bad practice out of the way before – You know, well before the final training camp practice, because you got to end training camp on a good note heading into that first preseason game on Tuesday. Yeah,
1: (laughs) really strong suspicion that Saturday will be positive reviews.
0: (laughs) Right. Just keep an eye out for the bad practice. Um, It's coming. MPJ, who I think is the biggest storyline around the team right now at training camp throughout the preseason, especially with this open competition at the small forward spot. It seemed like he had a pretty good day, you know, from most accounts. I asked Michael Mullen about just what his first practice was like. First real practice for MPJ, you know, not counting all these summer workouts and scrimmages and pickup games. This was the first real practice that Michael Porter Jr. has had with the Nuggets since they drafted him, which is that's crazy cr- to think about. Crazy. That's right? crazy. Michael Mullen said, you know, like a rookie, uh, like a 2021 20, year old guy who hasn't played basketball in nearly two years, mm. there were some ups, there were some downs and, you know, I think that's probably what we should expect from him across training camp across the preseason and even for a lot of the regular season there's probably going to be a lot of ups and downs right
1: yeah right you'll hear the team talk a lot uh in a macro scale about themselves don't get too high don't get too low that's my advice to fans and media members um you know who find themselves with a vested interest in the Denver Nuggets like Michael Porter Jr. we're going to see him on nights where he looks like the definitive best player in that class then they're going to see him on nights where he looks like what you just described. A rookie who's lacking in experience and working his way back from some truly troubling injury history. I will say though Harrison as one of the champions of the let's slow the roll on the MPJ stuff I watched another highlight of him today dunking in practice and I'm all in. I'm all in again. That's all it takes. I just need to see him dunk one time for like 10 seconds and I start thinking championships. Can you, can you please talk me back into a rational place?
0: <laughs> I'll talk you Back a little, but I admittedly am higher on Michael Porter Jr. right now than I've ever been. Oh, it's awesome. Oh my God! It's because <laughs> I mean, look—he's been healthy now since that knee injury. You know, during the lead up to summer league, he's been healthy for the last what couple months? Yep. August, September, and and now until October. So he's had some sustained health here. And look, he got through a practice good. NBA TV, who is privy to these training camp practices, posted some video. He looked good. He was dunking the ball right the break so I've probably never been higher on him than I am right now and hey it's exciting
1: it's really exciting the prospects of what this guy could do this year I think a lot of it is tied into his comments yesterday right which I know you and Adam considered him the big winner of media day I think that's probably correct uh, because he sounds like a guy who's who now after taking that red shirt year has a better perhaps a better understanding of what role he needs to fill on this team you know we'll have to wait and see like how it's one thing to sit here and say the right things to us. It's another to see that reflected on the court. But I mean look, he's he's six ten. He can shoot the lights out. And he gets to the rim in two steps. So I don't know how you're not supposed to be excited. I keep it's the injury stuff, but you know, when when we got to up to the second floor today, peeked our heads through the window, we saw MPJ running sprints. All that meant to me was that he finished practice and so today's a dub.
0: Yeah, a big win for MPJ today. He was the winner of the day. Yes. I think he might win every day that he's able to stay well, on the floor for. There's four
1: days left, so let's...
0: Yeah, but like I said, not a whole lot to take away. I mean, the team just seems focused. They seem locked in. Uh, they seem really ready to get this thing going. Here's one final observation. I did ask Michael Malone also today. Yeah, I got two questions in, Brennan. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> I, I did ask Malone today about what the plan is for Jokic. Do they want to hold him out of some parts of the training camp, load manage him during the preseason? And Malone said they're definitely going to play him in two preseason games, maybe three, definitely not four. But he said he was in constant communication with Jokic during practice today just to see how he was feeling. Just, you know, from a fatigue standpoint after the long summer with Serbia and Jokic told him he looked fine. He felt fine. Uh, he, he felt good. He didn't want to sit out at all. So Jokic seems like he's good to go. But, yeah, a little load management coming for him and potentially Paul Milsat, Mason Plumley, and Wancho in the preseason, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably the right call. Right. Jokic has had he's been playing a lot of basketball and you have so little mm-hmm. to gain in the preseason um, by playing your starters. So. That's definitely the right call. I'm still curious to see how they handle him in the regular season. You know, I I think as long as he thinks he's ready to go, Malone will trust him. But there there might be spots where, I mean, frankly, Harrison, if you're playing like Phoenix on a back-to-back on the road, do you need to play Jokic the second night? There might be some spots to rest him. So I've got my eyes on that as well.
0: Yeah, I think they'll pick their spots with him. I think there is a little bit of a misconception out there when it comes to Jokic, but because like the guy is a gamer. Like, yep. like the guy wants to be out there. The guy yep. loves playing basketball the guy loves hooping and so I don't think it's like a case of oh he's looking forward to sitting out games or whatever Den- I think Denver will pick their spots but he definitely wants to be out there a lot during the
1: regular season I agree another thing I noticed Harrison this is a little more trivial uh we talked about this okay. a little bit I've never seen Jeremy Grant shoot in person before uh that was kind of a weird form is that his natural form I don't know it, it was a little uh for a guy who shoots 39 percent from the floor I thought it was a little- little janky
0: yeah I, I will have to say we were on the total other side of the gym so we were probably about like 80 90 feet away yeah, from a, him on, on the <laughs> on the opposite side of the
1: hoop yeah i don't want to make a big deal out of nothing far from the jeremy yeah. grant expert but just kind of funny because <laughs> everyone's sort of been hyping him up as this way better catch and shoot guy than you'd think and then may, hey maybe he's from the paul Millsap school of doesn't look good but usually goes in i'll take that yeah
0: Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. All right, I want to wrap up with a couple questions we got from subscribers. And, uh, of course, guys, if you're a DNVR subscriber, leave questions, comments, Nuggets takes things you agree with things you disagree with about what we're saying on the podcast in the comment section on dnvr.com If you go to any story any podcast and scroll down There's a comment section that's only open to subscribers That's where you guys should leave uh, your questions so they can get read on the show And if you're not a subscriber, I mean, what are you guys waiting for? It's just three dollars and 74 cents a month wall-to-wall coverage nuggets broncos rockies avalanche exclusive interviews analysis Videos, just stuff you can't get anywhere else. And if you get an annual subscription to dnvr.com right now for $3.74 a month, you also get a free T-shirt from the DNVR Locker designed by Denver's own D-Line Code, the best graphic designer in Denver. The best, hands down. All right, before we get to some questions, are you in need of a top dog electrician? For over 35 years, Piper Electric has been the most fairly priced, dependable, and trustworthy electrical contract company in the Denver community. If you call 303-646-6765. They will give you the DNVR back to school hookup and save you 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. Don't forget, you have to call 303-646-6765 to receive 20% off your next service call. Alright, let's get to some subscriber questions. This one comes from Joshua Zepp, a DNVR subscriber. How hard do you think the Nug Tuggets took the game seven loss. While it was on a bigger stage with higher stakes than the Game 82 loss in 2018, I feel like I heard more about how devastated the players and coaches were for that 2018 loss than this year's 2019 loss. Last year, they turned that bitterness into motivation for a magical season. Do they have the same frustration and need to prove themselves this year like they did last year? We talked about this a little bit on Monday's show because it actually got brought up at media day some, but what's kind of your overarching
1: thoughts on this? Yeah, I do think, as we said earlier, it varies person to person, but they don't seem quite as eager to use that as like a talking point or a bullet in the chamber the way they did Game 82. And I think part of it is because two years later, they kind of know now, right? This isn't something they're eager to prove that they belong in the club. They know that they do. And so, like for them, I think it's, hey... Maybe, maybe for some of them, game seven motivates them, but I think it's less of the we've got something to prove here and more of a look, we know we were better, we know we can be better, so let's just be better. The thing about game 82, just getting
0: into the playoffs, there was so much pressure. Yeah, you forget how much pressure there was. F- for for everybody, the players Mike Malone, this front office To just get this team over the hump And into the playoffs They had come up one game short You know, the previous season as well And like just to miss it by two games two years in a row and then to come back the next year there was just so much pressure on everybody to just get over that hump and get into the playoffs now now they've already made the playoffs they've won a playoff series so i don't think the pressure is as extreme to like keep advancing than it was to just get into the playoffs and get over the hump yep sean agree there All right. Second and last question. This one comes from Nico, a DNVR subscriber. Let's say Jokic misses a game for whatever reason. What is the starting lineup in the two following scenarios? One, a home game against a division rival and two, a road game against an Eastern Conference good team. What I'm getting at with this question is who does Malone trust to win a game without Jokic and who would he put
1: out there when winning might not be as crucial? (sighs) The interesting question, uh, for me, Harrison, my mind wanders to: we haven't really seen the Nuggets go small in this Jokic era, mm-hmm. and with the addition of Jeremy Grant, and in this case, the subtraction of Nikola Jokic, is there some incentive there to do that? You know, obviously, you can't do that across eighty-two, but maybe in those games, uh, our 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 reviewer described there, our question asker, I think I think they'd go small. What do you think? You think they go small? I think they might
0: look at it as an opportunity to just get Mason Plumlee uh, as long as he's still on this team. I think you've talked about him as maybe a trade candidate, and Adam has as well. Uh, Maybe that would be a chance to get him some – more significant minutes i think that would be my first read maybe they want to give that to plumley but like you said the grant at the five lineup that's a lineup i hope we really see this year Uh, they've got a lot of bodies in the front court to play but you know i want to see that grant lineup agreed all right like i said guys dnvr subscribers submit questions on the dnvr.com at the bottom of every story, there's a comment section only open to subscribers. We'll read those uh, when we get to them. A lot of times we'll do Friday mailbags. Other times we'll get to them throughout the week, but keep submitting those. Uh, of course, you can hit us up on Twitter. Brendan, what's your Twitter? B vote 422 That's B-V-O-G-T, T four two two. Hit them up there. You can hit me up at Harrison Wind. And with that, we'll be back with another episode on Wednesday. Talk to you guys then. Hey guys, before we get out of here, as you guys may or may not know, taking care of your teeth is pretty important. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule an actually when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. That's right, you simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment today.